Hello and welcome to yet another edition of the Man to Man podcast. I am your most favorite, beautiful voice on on the podcast realm, Trayvon, and probably your second favorite. Uh, with me, as always, Kelvin Dooley. How you doing today, man? The the you, you have a more beautiful voice than me, TV. I think so. Why not? <laughs> no, you. you <laughs> Not even close, sir. Oh, okay. Not even close. But I, I'm doing good, man. We're here for another episode. Uh, ready, ready to talk some sports. October is one of those great sports months where you have a lot of, you know, a lot of sports to go to go around almost daily. Um, nearly. Yeah, yeah. It's to to me this time of year is very similar to like spring. They're they're both like hard to beat in sports. In fall, you've got the NFLs, you know, really getting going. College football, of course. And then you got the NBA coming up and getting close. Uh, this year, I think it's starting a little earlier than normal, but um, none, nonetheless, you know it's it, it's all getting close. Um, so this fall time, and then the springtime, you've got baseball starting. Or, and I, I failed to mention baseball playoffs in October. Um, but in the spring, you've got baseball starting. Uh, you've got like the NBA getting close to wrapping up the regular season. Uh, March Madness is coming up in the spring. You know all that stuff. So spring and fall are just prime uh, times for sports fans, in my opinion. Yeah, it's big time. Um, but with that, uh, this is, as we mentioned, yet another episode, but this is episode number 44. And since last week, I tried to plug the number 43, but couldn't think of any big sports guy with the number 43. I figured uh, we could call this the Hank Aaron episode, number 44. Um, okay. So th- this is our Hank Aaron episode, big MLB player. Uh, why not try to plug plug it since I did it last week and couldn't think of any uh, big jersey numbers with 43. But Hank Aaron is definitely a big number 44. So uh, with that being said, today we're going to bring up some MLB or kind of update you on the MLB playoffs. And then we'll just have an ML- NBA special. Can't talk today. Trying to say the MLB for the NBA. NBA special. Uh, we're just going to preview who we think is is our favorites in the respective western and eastern conferences and then we'll kind of give you our opinion on who the playoff teams will be this year as well as predictions on tonight's first games of the nba season um and with that our national holiday today kelvin is national new friends day the only one that i really thought was there were plenty on the list but the only one that really stood out to me was national new friends to friends day um have you been making any new friends recently or do you enjoy making new friends even i do enjoy it have i made them out here in st louis not 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 yet not not really um but i'll get on that a lot of my focus has been works and opposed to friendships but that just comes with the territory and getting to new new people but i do enjoy that process though it's it's pretty cool i like it yeah for sure, 100%. Being in a new area is always hard, uh, very difficult. I can remember when I was in Missouri for the first time, you know, living, uh, coming from Oklahoma and then, you know, living on campus in the dorms. It was definitely difficult to try and get out and meet new people uh, and, and just introduce myself to people and pick up on new friends. Of course, being in college makes it a little easier, so it didn't take me too long to pick up and, and meet some kids on campus uh, that I consider friends now to this day, but um you obviously being one of them but uh i i just think like even at the age of 24 like i'm an adult 
um, and, and I've been an adult for a while, I still enjoy meeting someone new who has similar um, interests as me and just can end up ending up being friends with them. I still enjoy that to this day. I don't think it's just a kid thing. Like even as an adult, man, it's cool just to meet somebody new and become friends with them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, you know, one of those be uh, a groomsman, you know, in my wedding this year. I've only known him for like a year, but he's going to be a groomsman in my wedding because, you know, quickly we just picked up and became friends. So uh, National New Friends Day, you know, I, I don't I don't know that I'm going to make any new friends today because I'm not going anywhere, but it, it is a cool holiday to me. I, I definitely enjoy making new friends. Nice. Uh, with that, we will do the moment of do, Kelvin. Yes. Where you get these okay. cans from, TV? Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Super simple, man. Just Walmart. Nice. Walmart. Yeah. Shout out to Walmart with the crisp cans, man. Like these cans are. This is this is this is grade A, like steel or something, man. Yeah. Whatever. Every now and then we go to. Every now and then we go to Sam's Club. So I guess we can do a shout out to Sam's Club too. But uh, it's it's always Walmart or Sam's Club. That's where I get my Mountain Dew. Nice. So. All right, MLB playoffs, Kelvin. We got the NL and ALCS happening as we speak. Um, we're in the middle of the series as we speak. The Braves, we'll start in the National League. The Braves, um, <laughs> both games were tightly contested with the Braves and the Dodgers, and the Braves managed to come out with a walk-off in both games. Uh, what have you seen so far in the NLCS as the Braves lead 2-0 heading to Los Angeles? I've seen re- resiliency from the Braves. I've seen uh, good coaching. I've seen the team that's just been fighting, you know, and, and going blow for blow in those first two games with the Dodgers and uh, out, like, out slugging the Dodgers. Um, and it's funny because you've said this a few times, how you've given up – or not, not given up, but necessarily didn't think high of teams like the Giants in the National League. Yeah. Um, I had the same mindset – with this team in the Atlanta Braves and never only come out here and hopped out to a two Oh lead in the NLCS. So yeah. they played a really good brand of baseball. This series is far from over. And as we'll see tonight uh, in a must win opportunity for the Dodgers last year, the Braves were up two Oh in the Dodgers and they end up losing that series. The Dodgers go on to win a, the championship. So, you know, yeah, great baseball yes. by the, by the Braves. Can the Dodgers bounce back tonight? Yeah, I, I think I think the the Braves have looked great, and like you said, resiliency is kind of kind of what it is. Um, just battling against the best team, potentially one of the best teams in baseball. Um, to some people, it is the best team in baseball, uh, and and they've just continued to battle despite the fact of getting down. They've been down multiple times in these two games uh, to the Braves and Dodgers, and they just continue to battle back and then eventually walk it off. Um, so big, big games from the Braves to be up 2-0. They have, they have shocked me. I didn't really think, I, I wouldn't say that I thought they were going to get swept or anything, but I didn't really think they had a shot in this series. And here they are. They've got the Dodgers backs against the wall. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I can't wait to see Bueller tonight. Um, there's something that really excites me. Unlike in the regular season about an ace or a pair of aces really going at it here in the postseason. Yes. Um, so, see, so to get the arguably see the best, you know, at least one of the best pitchers in baseball on the mound, and a um, in a pivotal game. That's yes. you know, I'm excited for sure. It'll be a good game three. 
Uh, if we were to predict this game, I'm going to go ahead and say the Dodgers get on the board and get their first win in this series uh, and take game three tonight behind Bueller's arm. Yes, Dodgers, Dodgers win tonight behind a dominant pitching performance, behind, behind a dominant pitching performance from Walker Bueller. I okay. think the Dodgers win, and they win huge. Okay. Let's jump over to the American League where the Boston Red Sox just dominated last night with two grand slams in the first two innings. No. Is that correct? I think that's You know, two grand slams in game three. I'm sorry. Yes, no. We're both butchering this. Two grand slams in game two, and they followed up with a third grand slam in game three. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so they hit the Grand Slam in game three. They do get up to a 6-0 lead, um, and then they, they, they carry that on to an 11-3 win last night in game three, uh, or 11 to something. They, they they dominated the Astros last night. So, uh, a, game th- a game three win to take that 2-1 advantage at home. Uh, how big is this for Boston heading into game four? Uh, being at home and it being up 2-1, do you think they can put, put, put the Astros down in a 3-1 hole? Uh, I think I think they can. I don't know if they will tonight, though. But as for the Red Sox, uh, just it's the offense. It's the offense. It's the offense. It's the offense. Uh, they chose the best time to, you know, to probably have the hottest bats. Like, they've had streaks where they've been really hot and really swung the wood really nicely. But they chose a fine time to be the hottest. They Three grand slams in two games. Uh, that's unprecedented, especially this time of year in the postseason. So. It's the bats for the Red Sox. Yeah, uh, the I mean, Astros got to be able to match it. They just got to find a way to match it because it's not turning off. Yeah, I mean, you you talk about one of the hottest team or the one of the hottest teams in baseball is the Boston Red Sox right now. But the best offense probably all season was the Houston Astros, and the Boston Red Sox are just out hitting them. I mean, they're just yeah. they're doing everything on the offensive end, and they are just outperforming the Astros right now through three games. Um, now, of course, the Astros have won a game in this series, but still. Uh, it just seems like Boston has had control of the series uh, with the way they've won. They're the two games that they have won in this series. It just seems like they're kind of in control uh, because of those bats. Yeah, so they have they've, they they get off to good leads, huge leads uh, that allows their rotation, the starting rotation, to really be at ease. They don't not necessarily cruise, uh, but they don't have to you know strain as they typically would with a, a closer game. To exactly. start off the game, so you have out to these huge leads, and then uh, also they're at Fenway, a tough place to play. We've seen a lot of ball games in the postseason in that venue as of the last twenty years. That's a tough place to play, so they got the work cut out for them. Houston does one hundred percent. And one last thing on the Red Sox, I mean, it's what those grand slams do is it keeps you also from stranding those runners, right? I mean, you get them on, and then you hit the home run, you get them all in. You're not stranding runners. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're getting them on base and you're getting them in. I mean, that that's the name of the game is, you know, get on base and then get those runs across. And the Boston Red Sox are doing that right now better than anyone in baseball. Um, of course, there's only three other teams playing right now, but they're doing it better than anyone else. Uh, and, and the Red Sox look great. And yeah, let's, so let's got go tonight. ahead. Yeah, tonight, Zach Greinke versus Nick Pavetta uh, for game four. Zach Greinke, of course, the Astros uh, pitcher, uh, Pavetta for the Red Sox, who – are we taking? Um, gosh, I 
maybe Zach Greinke pulls out a, a good veteran performance and, and can stall this Boston offense. Um, it's going to be really hard to do, but I'm going to lean towards Greinke and Houston tonight. Uh, Pavetta's been good for Boston in the playoffs. Yeah, he, he's been solid, um, but or he's been a solid pitcher for Boston this year. But I'm going to I'm going to lean towards Zach Greinke and the Houston Astros like, in Game Four tonight. I got the Red Sox taking a commanding 3-1 lead. Woo! Yes. Screw Zach Grinky. We got a championship <laughs> before you, Grinky. He used to be a royal, man. You got to cheer for him. <laughs> no, I don't. No. <laughs> no, I don't. He he left Kansas City uh, uh, in, in a very poor way. So, you know, I'm glad he got his money. He's been a great picture since his departure. Uh, since his departure from us, he's been a really good picture. Um, but we've had greater postseason success. I do not wish him great postseason success tonight. Red Sox commanding 3-1 lead. Okay. And honestly, I I, I think that's a real possibility. Like, like we mentioned, we both already mentioned it. They're in Fenway. They're hot. They're the hottest team in baseball right now. I think the way they're hitting the ball, I think that makes them the hottest team in baseball. And I just – I could really see it, but I'm going to lean towards Grinky tonight. I think he, I think as a veteran, I think he'll find ways to hit the corners of the strike zone uh, and, and maybe get a few calls tonight and, and put this Red Sox lineup in a, a little bit of a stalemate in game four. Yes. Well, let, let's, let's, let's hope we see that. Um, Pavetta, all Pavetta has to do is just keep up because we know the offensive bats, the bats are going to be there. So all he has to do is keep up, keep his team in the game. 100%. Let's On jump to the in, Kelvin. On to the NBA. Uh, let's start here, TV, because the NBA obviously kicks off its 75th season tonight. We have the yes. Bucks against the Nets, or the Nets on the road against the Bucks as the Bucks unveil their championship banner and then to cap off the season opener, um, Warriors at Lakers as the aging, the old, the veteran, the experienced, the gray. Los Angeles Lakers uh, look to bounce back after their first-round exit from last year's NBA postseason. TV, let's just start with the favorites. Are we looking at, what, three of the four favorites right now in tonight's season openers? Probably. Three, three of the four, yeah. I would say three of these four teams are, are very high um, in terms of, you know, betting odds or, or just, you know, analysts, um, us, you know, just big sports fans. I would say these three of these four teams are definitely near the top of the the betting odds and and everyone's favorites to okay. take an NBA title this year. And honestly, who's that fourth team? Who would you put honestly, at number four? I think the fourth team playing tonight could be up there too. I don't know that they're that high, but I'm not I'm not ready to count that fourth team out. Um, just to clarify, I think the 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 three we're talking about are the Nets, the Bucks, and the Lakers. But that fourth team, the, the, the Golden State Warriors, I think are going to be good and competitive again this year. Clay Thompson plans to return uh, within the month, I think. I, I think he'll miss a month of the season at most, uh, and then he'll be back. And I think this Warriors team is going to be competitive behind Curry and Clay. Uh, so I, I think the, th- the, the three are obviously favorites, and I think the fourth is going to be a good team. I don't know if I'm ready to call them title contenders yet, but they're going to be a good team this year. The favorites, I have to go with the Milwaukee Bucks, even though I think the Brooklyn Nets have the best player in basketball in Kevin Durant. But I got, I got, I got to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. They are the defending champions. There's a lot about the Nets I just don't trust, including one Kyrie Irving, including James Harden's play and health. 
uh, late in the in the season. I know Kevin Durant is going to be Kevin Durant again. I think he's the best. But outside of that, there's just too much for me to worry about with the Nets. But they're a very close second. Uh, I would go Milwaukee as the top favorite. Brooklyn number two. Lakers number three. Okay. And then my fourth team, this may sound crazy. It, 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 this may sound crazy, TV. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going I'm to go with the Philadelphia 76ers. <gasps> <laughs> no. I'm going to go with the Sixers. I know. It, it is very shocking. Uh, look, I, they find a way to make it work. Okay. Okay. We, we, we've had plenty of conversations about Philly um, and what Ben Simmons' his value. Should he be traded? Where should he go? Dream dream scenarios. But I think they find a way to make it work. I am going to put all my eggs in that basket and say, hey, he will come back, refocus, and a better basketball player. I got the Philadelphia 76 as my fourth favorite as of right now, heading into this NBA season tonight. Okay. So – Real quick on the 76 <laughs> So, Ben Simmons, uh, I saw a video of him at practice, you know, just kind of, you know, doing, running through some normal stuff. And I As we all you, have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to tell you, the facial expression, like, it was just dead. It looked like he had seen a ghost. He was just, like, no, no real emotion. Just there. He was just there, right? Right. I'm telling you, I – this it looked like what it reminded me of was like this man <laughs> was his his girlfriend drug him to an event he didn't want to go to and so he was just there and he was just hanging out like whatever I don't even want to be here this I don't know maybe maybe I was looking too much into that video but he did not look like he wanted to be a part of that at all and I just man I, I don't know about that team I really don't and, and look they're good they were the one seed last year they're obviously going to be good. But with all of that that's happened between last year and now, I just cannot trust them uh, to be one of my favorites to win the title. But like I said, I mean, I don't think you're crazy because they're going to be good. I just, with everything that happened, I myself can't trust the 76ers. Which, which is fine. But, hey, how about this? Let's say they do move Ben Simmons. I think what they bring back is maybe good enough to win a championship. Potentially, yeah. You, I mean, you, you got to get opinion. something good. You got to get something back from him. So you would think, yeah, for sure. Um, and and maybe that eases all of the the tension that that's on that team. So maybe maybe if he does end up getting moved uh, during the season, maybe it may, does improve the 76ers. Uh, that that's the thing. That's the crazy thing about this. You know, in the NBA, heck, you you never know what you're going to get. I mean, from teams and. Uh, trades and, and everything throughout the season. There can be a lot that can happen from day one to, uh, you know, of course, game game one, I should say, to game, you know, number 82. So um, a lot, a lot that can happen in that time. Hey, TV, let's predict the seedings in the NBA uh, for the Eastern and Western Conference, conferences real, real, respectively. Go ahead. Yeah, real, real quick, I never gave you technically my four. Because you gave oh, okay. me four, I'm sorry. and I was I was just rattling about about the three that we're playing tonight. So I'll be I'll be short and sweet with it though. Three three of the teams playing tonight are in my favorites. Uh, I would put the Nets as my number one favorite. Um, I think I would put the Phoenix Suns to get back there 
as my second favorite. And then I would go Milwaukee Bucks three and Los Angeles Lakers four. Phoenix Suns number two. They're going back to the finals. I this think. guy is wild. I, I mean, I I knew I knew the Sixers one was pretty out there, but the Suns <laughs> at, at number two. I, I had to I, at least I had the Sixers at four now. Phoenix at two. Back to the finals over over LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, I, I oh. think they'll repeat, man. That team is young. Well, they're a mix of young and, and the veteran Chris Paul, but they're young and they're good. DeAndre Ayton again. Um, I mean, look, man, they, they they've got they've got a foundation. I think they can get back there. Okay, we'll see which of those two hold up holds up well. The, the Suns back in the NBA Finals. Or the least, or the Sixers as one of, um, or one of the final four teams uh, in the postseason. Now on to the seeding yes, of each conference. Uh, you want to go first, or you just want to alternate the the seeds? How yeah, you do I, mean, I think maybe the fastest way would be to alter, just alternate the seeds. We could start. We could go like East number two, West number two, East number three, West number three. If that's all right with you, maybe just bounce back and forth and give our seedings for each conference let's go number one one conference at a time if you want yeah no i I like the first idea better so i'll start here number one as the number one overall seat is unless starting east i go milwaukee bucks as i alluded to my favorites this season i think they have um i think they i mean they got over the hurdle they won a championship they won a title this team is they they've They've done it. So they've they've gotten over their hill now. They've been dominant over the last three regular seasons. They just had a dominant run by a dominant player to cap off a championship year. I think they're going to come into the season, you know, just locked and loaded, ready to go. With Giannis having another career season, uh, just to add on now, his his his, you know, having to defend that crown. So Milwaukee Bucks number one. With all that's going on in Brooklyn, we talked about the 76ers and Ben Simmons. With everything that's going on in Brooklyn and Kyrie Irving, and whether he's going to be playing much this year or not, and whatever's going on, uh, just all the confusion, I'm still going with Kevin Durant and James Harden to win the East, uh, to lead the Brooklyn Nets to win the East. Nice. Uh, Number two. Uh, Yeah, I got to go with the Brooklyn Nets. I think that's an easy decision. Uh, Look, regardless of what I think about Kevin Durant, which is he's the best player in the world, James Harden is – probably the best regular season player in the world right now. So uh, just give me the Brooklyn Nets at the two seed. Okay. Uh, with the two seed, I, I have your one seed as well. Um, so we just kind of alternated our one, two there. I got the Milwaukee Bucks uh, coming in second in the East. And, and, and I think they'll be right there with the Nets. I mean, I think honestly one and two is going to be decided by a game or two. I think, I think those two teams, I think they might separate themselves from the rest of the league or the rest of the conference but I think they will be very close to each other within a game or two. Nice. At number three, I got to go with my fourth championship favorite, the Philadelphia 76ers. Why not? Um, I think they're the third best team in this conference. Uh, I know that's, that's kind of crazy to hear coming off a postseason exit from the, the hands of the Atlanta Hawks, but I, I still think they have the better player. Uh, I think they. I think they had the better coach. I still think this is just a better team right now, regardless of the Ben Simmons um, 
uh, crap going on. Give me the Sixers at number three. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned the Atlanta Hawks, Kelvin, because that is who is coming in third in the Eastern Conference behind Trey Young and Capella and John Simmons and all that bunch. Another young, talented team similar to the Suns. I'm taking the Hawks at number three. Okay. At number four, I have the Miami Heat. No, not the Atlanta Hawks. The Miami Heat. I like the Kyle Lowry uh, addition. Uh, I think he's going to start this season really, really in shape because you have to be in shape with this whole body fat thing uh, down in Miami. There's a lot of hype surrounded by Tyler Hero. I am buying stock in it, okay? I am. I don't know about everybody else, but I will buy stock. I think the Heat are the fourth best team in the conference next year. Okay. At number four for me, I'm going to do this one more year. Mm-hmm. One more year, and then I'm giving up on these guys if they don't do it for me this year, Kelvin. I'm going to say the Boston Celtics take fourth in the East. I've been wow. I've been pretty high on these guys with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and they just continue to perform average mm-hmm. to me. They're not quite there yet, but they're young. They're young, um, but they are talented. And one more time, I'm going to bet on these guys, and I'm going to take them to finish in the top half of the East at number four. At number five, I have the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, you kind of laid out their case. Um, hey, this is a good team. They have a young emerging star at the point guard position in the point guard-driven league. Um yeah, they play defense. Some of the young guys, some of the young wing players are returning back healthy. This is going to be a good team in a really tough conference, really deep conference, Hawks at five. Okay. Yeah, and I agree with this team being deep too because I, I feel bad because they just keep pushing the 76ers one spot down. Yeah, um, yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm serious. I just – I just, I, I want – I know they're good and I want them, but with the confusion, I'm just not sure. And I, and I agree. I think this conference is really deep. And that's why I put the Miami Heat at five. Again, with the addition of Kyle Lowry, I think this team is going to be better. And I think they'll be better than the 76ers with the with all of the stuff going on. Now, of course, if the 76ers figure it out, this will be – I would flip these teams. I think the 76ers would be better than the Heat. But one more team, I'm going to put the Heat ahead of the 76ers at number five. At six, I have the Boston Celtics, uh, two young stars on the wings. And uh, Brown, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. I'm interested to see how this new coach handles this young team. I wonder if they got some phys- some physicality and toughness to them. So a little edge. Celtics at six. Okay, and that's where I I just told you I I have the 76ers at six again. I, honestly, yeah. I could see them jumping the Heat and the Celtics if they perform and and they get everything figured out. I could see them at least at four, maybe even higher. Um, but I could at least see them at four ahead of the heat, uh, heat and Celtics. But for now, I've got them at six with all the, the stuff going on. Seven, the LaMelo Ball Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets, a young, athletic team um, who has some ISO scores, who has some, some three-point shooting. They have a great floor general uh, with awesome uh, court vision. Players like that just find ways to have success at this level uh, with the spacing and the tempo in this league and Lamelo Ball, so uh, I got the 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 emerging Hornets. Who I could, I wouldn't be surprised if they got as high as maybe five on this list. Uh, but I got the Hornets at seven. The Hornets are talented. They're going to be talented. It, it, 
it's really yeah another really, year together for sure yeah I, I think these guys could could be really good as well I, I I agree on that one um but that would mean that that's your champion of the play-in tournament seeing as how we'll we'll have the play-in tournament again this year with teams seven through ten uh my champ of the play-in tournament at seven, I'm going to go with the Indiana Pacers taking that seventh spot behind Sabonis, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, and Miles Turner. Uh, they, they had a good year last year. I think they finished around six or seven, something like that. But uh, I'm going to go with the Indiana Pacers at seven this year. And at number eight, I got the New York Knicks. I don't want to call last year um, a year where they, you know, substantially overachieve or largely un- overachieve. I think that I still think that was a good team. Uh, their best player isn't uh, he isn't talented enough to win you a playoff series though. So they're a tough defensive minded competitive team. They will remain the same. I don't think they get better or worse. I got those guys at number eight. I uh, see. I agree with you there, and I agree with you so much that I I had them falling from. I think they finished at five last year. I had them falling from yes. five to completely out of the playoffs. Um, wow. I just. I, wow! I, I love, Jul- I love Julius Randle. I love Julius Randle. Last year, I think he was like, I think he was good enough to be like MVP type talk for uh, you know like an Eastern Conference MVP type guy, um, because he was playing that good and he was leading that team. But I, I agree with you one hundred percent. I think that team is just not. They don't have enough star power at the top of that lineup. Uh, Derrick Rose is fine, but he's getting older. You know, and um, just some of those other I, – I know they've got other names, and, and I'm failing to mention them. But Julius Randle being the leader of that team, I don't think that's enough star power. And I see them slipping. I do have them in the play-in tournament. I had them at nine, but I don't have them in the finishing in the top eight uh, to get a playoff seeding. But this is going to make you laugh. The team that I do have taking that playoffs, that last playoff spot, I'm going to be biased. I think Scotty Barnes is going to help Pascal Siakam out this year. And I think the Toronto Raptors are going to be much better back in Toronto than what they were playing in Tampa Bay. I have Toronto taking that last playoff spot. I won't even acknowledge that pick, <laughs> man. I won't even do it. Fred Van Vliet, <laughs> Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi. Look, I think, I think they have enough. They just have to win at home. I think they're back at home. I think they're going to do enough to to be in the play-in tournament, and I just figured I'd put them at eight and say they took that last playoff spot because of the play-in tournament. And, and again, these teams, I mean, the Raptors could finish as the 10 seed, but because of the play-in tournament, they could end up being an eight, you know, the playoff team. So I'm not – I think the Knicks and Hornets, those are two teams that I have up there. I just have the Pacers and Raptors taking those two play-in spots from the play-in tournament. But I think the Knicks and Hornets are going to be great teams as well. Nice. You want to kick us off with the first seed in the West? Sure. Um, I alluded to it already. I think the Suns are back in the Western Conference Finals. I've got them at one, Kelvin. Horrible pick. Lakers, <laughs> number one. LeBron James is still the best player, at least in this conference. Okay. LeBron James leads the Lakers to a number one seed. And I've, I've got your – again, I've got your number one seed, my number two seed. I had the Los Angeles Lakers taking the second seed. At number two, the Utah Jazz. Um, I think they will turn into what we will believe to be a just a really good regular season team. They had to get it done in the postseason. So, Jazz at number two. They bring back uh, nearly the same team. Um, they possess a lot of power uh, offensively and defensively, led by Donovan Mitchell. Jazz number two. 
number three, Jamal Murray's back. Jokic is Jokic. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is going to be even better than what he was last year as long as he's healthy uh, for 82 games or for an, a complete season. Uh, I'm taking the Denver Nuggets to take the three seed. I think this team is going to be really strong again this year. At three, Luca, Porzingis, Jason okay. Kidd. Number three, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Jason Kidd. I mean, I, I think he, I think he's better suited to lead Luka Doncic than he is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think just their style of play. I, I think he'll be able to connect better with Luka. I think Luka gets better. I think another year, another healthier, another healthy season with Porzingis. I think they get better. I'm down on Porzingis, but again, I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm buying low. With high stakes in in, in in Porzingis this season. I think he has a great year. Maz at three. Okay. Uh, and I could buy that. I, I think that's actually a really good take in terms of Jason Kidd and Luka Doncic. I think that's a good pairing, coach player pairing. Uh, and and I, think, I think you're right. I think that play style matches uh, Jason Kidd better. Um, again, he's a coach now. He's not a player. But I still, based off of his playing days, I think that's a better match. I like that. I like that take a lot. Um, let's go to number four. I already told you I think this team's good. I, did, I wasn't ready to consider them one of my favorites, uh, but they're playing tonight. I've got the Golden State Warriors taking number four in the Western Conference. No, sir. <laughs> Phoenix Suns okay. at number four. I, how the hell Trey got them up to number one? Fools <laughs> me. Number four, CP3 is a year older. Uh, they're, they're another year together. Uh, I'm interested to see the step Devin Booker and Aiton take together as a as a duo as a pairing, but mm-hmm. I got those guys at number four. Talk about a team who overachieve. They're a really good team. CP3 brought a lot of leadership and stability to that franchise. Can they double down? Can they do it again? I don't think so. Suns at four. Okay. Number five. I... <laughs> you you already heard all the love I gave to these guys last year, and it's it's. It didn't go away. At least I don't have them in the top four. Uh, but the Los Angeles Clippers and Kawhi Leonard. Oh, my all God. George, all George, they're, oh. Taking, they're taking number five. Oh, my God. You said that's five for you? Yeah, that was my number five. Was the Clippers. That's a horrible five because my <laughs> five, the Memphis Grizzlies. Wow. Young Memphis Grizzlies, they're healthy. I like Jaron Jackson, contract extension, John Morant, uh, Dylan Brooks. Give me the Grizzlies at five. They shock and compete all season long and get that five seed in the West. Okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'm very shocked by that. That's the second one you've kind of uh, uh, jumped and, and gotten me with. It kind of surprised me with. So, uh, five, Grizzlies at five surprises me. I think they're a good team, but at five surprises me a lot. At six, Hi, baby. <laughs> at six, a team that you had much higher than this. I've got the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis. Um, look, this this conference is deep, and I just think there's a lot of good teams out there. I think the Mavericks are going to be good. Um, I think they're going to be a great team, but I'm just I, I don't know. I guess I got five teams that I think will be a little better than them. I got the Mavericks at six. Six. I have the Portland Trailblazers. Um, I mean, just steady as they come. They're going to be around this seed as long as that pairing is together. And good pairing, McCullum and Lillard. Um, explosive for dynamite they are. Um, but 
two small guards can't lead a team to a championship. Blazers at six. Okay. As for seven, another team that you had much higher than this, I think everyone around them is improving. I think everyone around them is growing, adding players. I haven't seen much from the Utah Jazz. They haven't grown very much. They haven't added much. I think Donovan Mitchell's coming off of a little bit of an injury. I think he'll be fine, but that's just another point to make. I think the Utah Jazz are in the middle of just a bad spot where everyone around them has improved, and I feel like they have kind of stayed solid in what they are. I think the Jazz fall to seven this year from the number one seed last year. Right. <laughs> Look, man, they're, they're, they, are, they're, they haven't changed. Right? They, haven't added, they haven't added big names, big pieces. I think everyone around them has kind of made offseason moves what? Except, except for them. Did you put in your Mountain Dew this morning? <laughs> what in the world are you talking about? The Sorry, Jazz man. go from one to seven? Yeah, they do. They do. Whoa. All right. Would have really shut the podcast down there with TV with the hot take. <laughs> he said he thought I had hot takes. That was lava. That's scorching. I didn't At say number- hot takes. I was, I was all for your takes. I was just saying I was shocked by them. Shocked. Okay. Shocking take. Take integrity, take me out to the ball game. Was, Jazz at seven. Wow. What wasn't any negativity towards your takes? I was just saying. No, I no, no, I know. Okay. My number seven, the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Uh, they possess a top five player in this league. Uh, Clay Thompson will come back. They, um, I like Andrew Wiggins. He was a decent piece in last year's team alongside Curry. Uh, they got some young talent coming in. I think that will fit well alongside uh, what they already have in place on a veteran-led team. Warriors at seven. Okay. My number eight. Or eight, I'm sorry. Or eight. No, that was seven. The, seven, okay. Yeah. At, at number eight for me is the Memphis Grizzlies. I think they're back in the playoffs. I think they took eight last year, the eight seed last year as well. Uh, I got them back in the playoffs. I just kind of like the Jazz. I didn't see them improving much this year. I think they're a good young team. Um, but I, I just I don't see that team growing much this season, so I, I kept them at eight. Okay, and then I guess my eight would be the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh boy, you got them falling all the way to eight. Come on, now. Uh, better, yeah, better they don't that. have that. No Kawhi Leonard. I like PG. He really proved himself in this year's postseason. Great postseason run. Uh, but no, just with no no Kawhi. Yeah, they fall down to the final seat in the Western Conference. How long is how long is Kawhi expected to be out? The whole season. Let's let's not do this, okay? This man is the face of 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 low management. This guy disappears. <laughs> he, he just does his own thing. He is not coming back this season. Just he's not going to rush his recovery back. He's going to take his sweet, simple time. He's going to do this at his pace. I believe that wholeheartedly. He's missing this whole season. Take it okay. to the bank. Okay, maybe so. Maybe so. All right. Uh, Take it to the bank. One team that I thought was potentially going to be competitive this year, and I want to ask you, when neither one of us had them in the playoffs, the New Orleans Pelicans with um, Jonas Valanciunas at center now. You have Zion Williamson. You have Brandon Ingram. And they add Devontae Graham at point guard. Um, After shipping out their point guard, I can't – I just drew a blank on their point guard last year. Yes. And – now they've got Devontae Graham at point guard. A team with a solid foundation, I think. Do you see them as a potential, maybe, at least maybe a play-in team at, at 9 or 10? I I do not. 
Okay. Um, Zion won't be healthy to start this season. That worries me a little bit. Okay. So no, not not me. I'm not that high on the Pelicans. Okay. Me personally, uh, I like Brandon Ingram. I think he can, you know, he's a very improved player as he won that award two years ago. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't think that high of the Pelicans. I do think a team that I felt I do feel bad for leaving out, and I may switch this around. Uh, either with the Hornets or the Knicks, the Chicago Bulls. I'm really Same. interested to see Same. Um, in the Eastern Conference next year, alongside the guys <laughs> like or teams like the Wizards as well. Okay, I'm I'm out on the Wizards this year, um, but I I agree with you 100 on the Bulls. I really wanted to put them in, um, but along with the Knicks and Hornets, Knicks, Hornets, and Bulls, those were three teams that I really pro- I really probably should have put one of those teams in instead of the Raptors, but I had to be biased. Um, yeah, it's hard not to be when when I mean we we got a young talented Scotty Barnes joining the team and uh, we're like like I mentioned go, going playing in Tampa last year instead of Toronto I think uh, hurt the Raptors too so being back at home being back in their actual gym I think the Raptors will be a better team this year so uh, but the Bulls is another team that I think is is potentially going to be good this year. Yes, uh, are we doing the season opener tonight? Yes, who do you have tonight okay. in those two games? We'll start out easy. Yeah, so in the season openers tonight, in the season season opening doubleheader, again, Nets at Bucks, Warriors at Lakers. Tonight, TV, I have the Nets. Uh, I think Kevin Durant said he, this is a revenge season. He has, uh, you know, uh, he has unfinished business. He has a healthy James Harden alongside of him. I don't think much has changed about the Nets. Give me the Nets tonight and give me the Lakers uh, to clown the Warriors. I think they really put on the show in, in game one of the year in spectacular fashion. Okay. I'm with you. I'm taking the Nets, uh, which we both – that means we both had the Nets going into Milwaukee uh, and ruining the ceremony of the, you know, un- uh, revealing their title from last year, the unveiling un- of their title. So, we both yeah. had the Nets spoiling that one. And then the Warriors and Lakers – no Clay Thompson. Warriors, I don't think, have a shot. Um, I don't know out, but I don't think they have a shot. Lakers are taking this game to open the season. Especially at home. At home, no Clay Thompson. This is the Lakers game. They will take it. Okay, time travel to end the season or end the segment in the show. We got a little time travel today. Um, uh, as as always, time travel Tuesday. I'll go back and mention one little piece of history today. In 1981, Kelvin, and this is how you know it's going back, the Los Angeles Dodgers defeated the Montreal Expos on October 19, 1981, to win the NLCS in advance to the World Series. The Montreal Expos haven't been a team for a little while. That's how you know this one's going back in time, because the Dodgers defeated the Montreal Expos, uh, and it was only uh, three, three games to two. Instead of four games to three, it wasn't a seven-game series. This was before they had expanded the NLCS to a seven-game series. So a couple of old things there, five-game series instead of a seven-game series, and there are no Montreal Expos anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Montreal Expos, yeah, haven't been around for, what, 25 years? It's been that long, I think? Probably, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that's that's a pretty cool one. Um, I wonder 
I I I question how many players from that team, from that Dodgers team, or Expos of that matter, are like coaches today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just curious. Yeah, you see that a lot too. I mean, former players and especially uh, teams like teams like the Dodgers. I mean, they've they've got a lot of former players who have turned to uh, coaching of some sort and managing uh, of a team. So yeah, no, for sure, that would be interesting to know. How many of those? How many and of those was, guys have turned coaches? It's, yeah, that was just random off the top of my head. Um, but I figured I, I looked this up quickly. Uh, that was a nineteen eighty one was a strike season. That was the oh, first okay. work stoppage in Major League Baseball since nineteen seventy two. Okay, there yeah, we go. As no, well, in that season. Interesting one. Um, and am I mistaken? Vlad Vlad Guerrero played for the Montreal Expos, correct? Correct. So. Uh, another little interesting thing there. He played for the Montreal Expos. His son now plays for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. Uh, both, both Guerreros um, spending time with a Canadian baseball team. So a Canadian-based baseball team in the MLB. So, uh, and what, soon to be MVP of Vladimir Guerrero? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I'm tr- yeah, I don't know. I mean, because the Angels didn't make the playoffs either, and Shohei Otani would would be your AL MVP other other than June, Vlad Guerrero Jr. So neither one of those teams made the playoffs. So I mean, I, I in in terms of that, they both have an equal case, I guess. So yeah. potentially, but that'll wrap us up for another edition of the Man to Man podcast. I am Trey Vaughn, and my man, as always, Kelvin Dooley on the other end. Yes, appreciate the time, guys, and we will see you on Friday.